This show is brought to you by Bridge Up. Money, money, money. It's so funny in a rich man's world. Yes, we're talking about revenue. More specifically, the importance of revenue. In today's episode of Revenue Decoded, we'll cover the A to Z's of getting revenue through the door and how to implement a continuous revenue stream for your SaaS company. So pump up the volume as we dive deep into the revenue ocean. Hey everyone and welcome to the Revenue Decoded podcast. In this episode, Benjamin Matthew, co-founder of SaaS Industry, has a one-on-one with Sanjay Kumar, CEO and founder of Spine. Spine is in the business of creating high-quality product visuals at scale with AI, helping large e-commerce marketplaces in the automotive, food, fashion, real estate and retail industries at a fraction of the cost and time. In this episode, Ben delves into Sanjay's journey as an entrepreneur and how he came about founding Spine. Hope you all enjoy the show. Hey everyone, um, I've got uh, Sanjay Kumar with us, who is the CEO and founder of Spine.ai on the show here today. Hi Sanjay. Hey. Hi Ben, how are you? Thanks for inviting me for the podcast. Oh, most welcome. It's great to have you here on the show with us. Um, let's just kick it off with um, uh, a quick intro. Um, can you tell us a little about yourself and uh, your company? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, as, 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 as you already told my name and designation, so I run this company, Spine.ai. So, yep. first-time entrepreneur, but but uh, someone who has spent a lot of time in this product and engineering domain in general. So I graduated long back in 2005 from IIT Kharagpur. And since then, I've been part of uh, a lot of like startups. Yeah. When when the, the startups are not like even a term. <laughs> right. So right. so back then, I was working with like Yatra, Make My Trip, all these companies. Uh, gradually like uh, moved across like Amazon, OVO multiple companies where I got to see this entire e-commerce as a domain in very depth, right? So, but, but this, because of your, like, uh, being part of this entire startup ecosystem, right? So there was always an edge of starting something uh, sometime right. or the later, right? But, uh, yeah, as you, as you grow deeper into your career, right? It becomes harder and harder to launch something to go independently because of the, <laughs> Uh, lifestyle and the job uh, security all of these like uh, you you get like fat checks and all these things right and so that was that was like uh, I, I mean uh, my, my jumping over the cliff starting this startup was was kind of getting delayed because of all the years spent into the startup but eventually i took a call ki, uh, if not now then it'll never probably happen right so let, let's start this and uh, and that's when uh, we started this company as uh, Spine. And and uh, the company at its current form is not what we started it with. Right? So because as, I, was as, a, I mean, that, that's always the case, isn't it? Like with startups. Yes. Exactly, exactly. You, you, uh, you, you, if you're not like a, a seasoned entrepreneur or a senior entrepreneur, you will probably not know how to make things work, right? So, sure. so, 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 yeah, that, that was true for my case as well. So I, I I figured out that, okay, this is one of the problems that we need to start on. And the problem that we initially started with was, 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 was kind of building a smart content management platform for the creators, 
creators okay. and photographers, right? So we built a good product because I had a deeper exposure in this product building mechanisms, in fact. So mm-hmm. good product, we got like a, a number of photographers signed up on the platform, paying us anything between like 15, 30,000 a month, uh, a year, not a year, not a month, of course. Right. right. So so this product actually worked well for for good number of like uh, photographers, at least in the city that we started with, Delhi, some some photographers in Bombay as well. But but gradually we felt that that the project is not scaling up the product. Because because as as you and everyone in the SaaS would probably would relate to that getting money from SMBs for a software solution in India is tough. Correct. Right. So, so that is something that we also realized faced the uh, uh, the hard way, and uh, when we when we when we like started going into the second year of photographers or the digital creators, we we found that there's a good resistance, big resistance in terms of like paying for the software. When right. Uh, and and in in one or two years of launching this product, Google Photos, Apple Photos, all these products came up with a with a almost like similar computer vision AI based feature. Right. right at 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 a dirt cheap rate, right? mm. so most of these photographers started like comparing us. Ki, hey, this uh, these these platforms are, uh, and and because they were able to offer this because uh, they had like so so many things to cross sell, right? So these were just standard and dumb for their products. So okay. we were started like uh, one of the key challenges we started uh, facing was this product was not scaling beyond a certain number of people, right? So we okay. had the idea of. Maybe we can go global, which was always the case because of its the digital and SaaS nature of the product. But right. still, the market size was not that huge, right? So when we started reaching out to the VCs, we learned the hard way that uh, this is not the right product to 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 spend my life on, right? So some of the VCs told me, "Hey, you're wasting your time. Why don't you go back to your job?" So, right. Oh my goodness! So, uh, no, no. I, I mean, this is an extreme case, but yeah. Uh, I got the sense that the people, the industry, in fact, is not uh, that keen to invest on that particular idea, right? So, so then, then we started like I uh, started doing some brainstorming. Uh, I mean, uh, thinking about key, what should we be doing next, right? And then, uh, the, the experience of me handling cataloging photography at OU, I was like extensively working on this cataloging domain, fashion and you, yatra, multiple places. So, saw f- figured out that hey, if why we are anyways working with the photographers why why build SaaS for them why not solve photography in general right and in the last few years of our existence uh, computer vision where we were, like uh, i was deeply interested in that that was picking up like broadly very well in the across the globe right and a lot of things that we were doing uh, so 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 the idea was that uh, uh, a lot of these hardwares cameras right our, our smartphone cameras are getting stronger and stronger, right? So the picture quality is not an issue because you see these days NDTV and a lot of like uh, movies are also getting shot using smartphone cameras. Right Correct. Now. I think YouTubers basically use smartphones <laughs> to, to build their entire videos these days. So that's exactly, exactly, exactly. So hardware was not never a problem of getting this, these photos shoot. The problem right. was subjectivity. How do you click a particular product? Is this something that uh, most of these photographers used to study, like how the products are presented on Amazon or in OYO or all these companies, right? right. And these companies have their, those photography as a guideline defined. <clears throat> how to shoot a footwear versus how to shoot a model versus how to shoot a property versus how to shoot a car, all of these things. 
but but Correct. if you ask a layman user to take their hand phone and shoot a car they will still shoot like cropped cars they still <laughs> shoot cars in the in the dark background random angles right yes. which will not not keep the like catalog look uh, consistent or good looking right so the idea was ki hey can we can we can we not solve this photography in a way where all of these merchants who are yeah. who are looking to sell their products online can do mm. it on their own using their application phone right. phone themselves right so right. and this was a hard problem because because one that you need to understand uh, you need to generate image via those layman users who are who are who are at at best like uh, using whatsapp efficiently they are not like a saas regular user right so you you can't turn a regular user into a photographer over, over overnight overnight right? yeah. so exactly so so we started building like some key tools that uh, on the camera and and of course this is not a generic problem right so mm. you'll have to solve it category by category so we started like focusing on certain category that uh, on on the car how to how to shoot like a photographer right so building 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 like computer vision edge models that will tell the that user what is the right pose for the car it will turn right red or green based on whether the shot is taken correctly or not right so these are the kind of hooks we built uh, using right. like training of millions and millions of images uh, across like various problem statements right so that worked well for us Uh, about like one and a half years back, we launched our first model on Product Hunt, which which kicked, uh, which which went uh, kind of viral. We 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 rated like product of day despite being the niche uh, car right. product that we launched, right? And most of the Indian companies, uh, Indian car companies, and then also companies from abroad took notice of the product that we launched. It was like first of its kind right. of a product right. in the industry, right? So so yeah, I mean we we that. after almost like 2 years into my startup journey one and half to 2 years in the startup journey this first product was basically launched which which kicked up like interest from the community in general industry and from then on we have been like on the scaling up path we have been working with almost all the uh, big automobile companies in the country right now I have mm-hmm. almost like 30 plus accounts across the globe uh, with a split of like 2/3 1/3 outside india in, in, and and within india and expanding okay. into multiple categories now food e-commerce and multiple other uh, segments as well yeah so the journey i've been like uh, 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 experimentative iterative but uh, pretty fulfilling like hard 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 lessons learned on during the way but yeah pretty good <laughs> but but experimentation is the key to success i mean if you don't experiment then you're not going to to get anywhere so yeah that's that's amazing Yeah, exactly. I mean, so I, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just a little curious here. Um, uh, you started off with a completely different product, right? Yeah, you yeah. were able to onboard people. You were able to get revenue out of it, yeah. um, but you weren't able to scale. And so you yeah. pivoted on at that point in time, and then yeah. you moved to the next. Uh, I mean, that pivot led you through experimentation to a product that kind of. has given you the the scope to scale and then you you decide to scale it and you're in that process right now yeah yeah like when when did you like realize that hey i'm stagnating here with the first product and we really need to pivot it and and do it really quickly because um I, i'm sure that when you started off and you were able to onboard um like you, how many like uh, Do you have any kind of metrics that you have in hand? Like, how, were you able to onboard like a thousand users, or how, how was it? How was that process? That initial 
um, you know, the initial days of the first product. Right, right. Yeah. So initial days, like for uh, just like any other first time entrepreneur, it will be a struggle, right? So, yeah. so we, I started, we started with our own like invested capital to build mm-hmm. the first version of the software. Right? Right. But uh, because of being in the industry, I was connected to some of the uh, uh, people who were uh, startups, like so. So the MDs, CEOs, co-founders connected us, right? So we were able to raise a small seed fund. And right. with that, we launched the first version of the product, which was the photographer and the digital creators community product. So okay. that product we launched. And uh, after some time, right? so within one year of the launch, we were able to attract about like 200 to 250 odd customers, paying customers right. on the platform. With like right. about four to 5,000 signups over, over, over this number as a signups. But yeah, wow. so the fundamentally the issue that we 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 faced was the uh, this product. So we had to reduce the cost because Google and uh, uh, Apple Photos these these products were like available at roughly around like three to four thousand rupees a, a month, right. and not even like three to four thousand rupees, even lesser, right? right. And, and uh, not not so yearly. I'm talking not not a month. So three month, to four thousand. Yeah. yeah. Annually, so this was the cost that these companies were launching the product. Right. Though our product was distinctly different, but these photographers were not like appreciating the extra money, almost like four, six to eight x of money that were they were supposed to pay, right? So right. that that was the real blocker that we faced at that particular moment of time. That uh, uh, though the market size was big, there were like millions of creators across the globe, right? But 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 how much they would pay? For this subscription, that was the question, right? We didn't, uh, uh, someone like you or me who are who are just a photo aggregate, uh, who can just want to store their photos was not the ideal clientele for, for us, right? It was the professional photographers or the other uh, other digital creators, right? So so that quantity was not that huge. So we felt like one of the key challenges was uh, people were not just willing to pay and the right. conversion cycle was just increasing and increasing, right? So we also took some of the bad steps because rather than building the product first led product led growth engine, we yeah. created an engine driven by people called called driven like onboarding process. Right. So that 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 also, though it helped us uh, uh, get those early customers, but the scaling was something which was like uh, becoming difficult because you can't like call those people and and ask them to pay five thousand rupees a year, and that economics doesn't work. Correct. Right. So, so that was the moment when we realized, okay, this this product will not scale unless we drastically either either do differently, like uh, do product led growth engine, and then grow globally, not in India, or 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 completely like do away with this product. Do uh, I mean do in the same industry, but do away with this particular product line, and uh, and and also like one of the other factors was that uh, after the seed investment, we were trying to raise further uh, further money and when we started like reaching out to some of the vcs some of the like investors we got this like hard feedback hey, i am wasting my time right so 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 yeah that that got us thinking deep and and that happened for like good for us because that uh, uh, prodded us to think deeper into what we were doing and uh, we were able to like uh, scale uh, i mean pivot like completely to a different idea which which is has been scaling really well for us now right Right. Oh man, that's that, that's a amazing uh, journey. The the whole pivot and 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 how you kind of 
understood, right? And uh, how investors were a critical part of it as well, as much as uh, product adoption being um, uh, stagnating along the yeah. way. Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to tone it down. I mean, all that is really, really deep. Um, but just to come back to um, you as an individual person, right? Um, you, do you come from a technology background? Yeah, yeah. I mean, completely out and out. So my, uh, so I've been part of like a lot of like uh, pretty big internet companies who who uh, operating out of India. Amazon right. is like one of the global companies where I also led one of the very critical initiatives in the country. Yep. So yeah, I've been so, out and out on tech and product person. Nice, nice. So, um, as a as a person who is who is, I'm going to say from a technology background, right? As a product person, um, when you decided, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that throw in the towel. I'm gonna start my own uh, entity and walk down this path of entrepreneurship, right? I'm sure there would have been a, a whole bunch of naysayers. First of all, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that having said, that's <clears throat> that's part of the process, but for you personally, I'm sure there was a really, really difficult, uh, there were a whole bunch of really difficult decisions that you had to take, right, to make that leap. Can you walk us through that process of, of how you knew that, you know, I, I mean, from funding yourself, I mean, you'd have to be bootstrapped at that point in time, to, um, you know, taking the call to say, I, sh- I know when I would probably should call it quits you know, in this endeavor as well. Could, could you walk us through that process? Yeah, it was like a pretty, pretty, uh, I mean, I, I would not say it was a pretty tough decision on my part, but but okay. it was something, uh, a decision that was supposed to be taken a few years back, but but better late than never. Like, so this was the attitude that I was in at that right. point of time. So I was I was working in a, in a like a pretty senior leadership role position at OYO. At the time, I was uh, I was, I was deciding to leave, and uh, had like a well connected network of like people, founders, uh, uh, CEOs, CXOs, all these people like in my network. Not not the VCs, but but uh, generally I was well connected because uh, worked in the leading roles in various companies. So and then I was good at my work. So people. I, I tend to think so that people trusted me generally, right? So when I was uh, when I was making this leap of faith of jump or whatever you could call it, I was kind of like banking on ki hey, uh, if I will be able to build a product, probably will get a like initial kind of money to 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 move forward, right? Right, right? and and that will probably help me in 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 so stage by stage, right? So it was always like two years, two years, two years. So I, right. I always like gave me gave myself like two years. And then after spending like 12, 13, 14 years in the in the industry, you always know there's always like a way back. And so I, I, it was not like a completely foolish decision, but I was like always there ki, uh, if I do this, then we'll give it like a 100 to 200%. Like whatever uh, I have, I'll give it everything, just like any other entrepreneur would be. Right? Right. So, so that was the thought process. I uh, gathered some money, like uh, took a lot, lot of like... Uh, uh, <laughs> I subscribed to almost like seven to eight credit cards by the time I left the company. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there, done that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so it took a lot of credit cards, but but thankfully I never uh, used them all the time. Right. But uh, 
but yeah i mean I planned this uh, this entire journey financially for almost like 2 years before jumping onto this wow. uh, venture right so 2 years was the, was the time frame uh, that that i i completely gave myself if if and then those 2 years i had like some milestones defined for me that if if this happens then only will we continue thankfully like uh, uh, with, the, with the right kind of mindset with the open approach right so i would say like many many companies uh, of course so i haven't met like a lot of founders like you would have met but i think keeping a very open mindset flexible mindset of uh, and, and 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 thinking about the market market decides like everything right for us also market decided where we should be going right so uh, you can't play against the market right? so that was one of the factors that i thought yeah, i'll keep the flexible head and uh, we'll do what the market suggests right so after launching this product these all things basically helped us and giving myself like two years cushion because yep. you at least need a good enough time to establish any product in the market right, right. so it is not like a small game a short term game that six six months nothing happens right so these days you you find people who who are able to like raise funds in 3 4 months good for them but yeah, yeah. I, I i prepared for for a like long haul it is so, for I mean, the 3 4 months is exception to the to the to yeah. the story is i yeah. think i mean that's right. very rare but yeah right. i mean um i think fundamentally those who have gone through that experimentation phase and have failed in in their experimentation learned from it and then you know grew up those are the kind of people that have more levels of resilience within them exactly where exactly. yeah where they're able to face like when a pandemic hits they're not too bothered because they're like oh i've seen this done that i mean it's it's just yeah. another one of those right yeah yeah so exactly. you tend to, to to hit uh problems with a different viewpoint altogether you know that's exactly. the beauty of it yeah exactly amazing yeah. <laughs> so um in terms of um growth right for the organization when how long did it take after your you know the the revised product how long did it take for you to hit your 1k customers like that milestone of saying i've got a thousand customers on boarded yes we we generally work with pretty large enterprises right right so unlike smbs we if we are not yet targeting smbs but but okay. uh, in terms of revenue arr equivalent you can talk about like maybe 1 million so right so uh so we we start i mean the, the journey for this product has uh, started about like 2 years back and uh, the first year was all about uh, learning about uh, uh, the models computer vision the applications of it figuring out the use case all of these things right so we gave ourselves a cushion of of raising some money and then 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 uh, we spent like some time in figuring out the product like working with the experiments with a lot of companies that we knew from from around and about right. one because this is like a deep tech product right that takes time to build huge Correct. money huge infrastructure you can't just like build it over the night and uh, just see copying pasting doesn't happen in this world right so so it it, it took us like about a year to be analyzed you need data exactly you need data and huge huge lot of data so millions of images across like certain certain problems right so so that took a lot of time for us almost like 6 to 9 months before we were able to launch the first model first use case in the ground and right. the moment we launched this use case and when it picked up we knew ki okay this is a hard to copy product so even if someone does it it'll take 
a sweet own, own sweet time to build it right so and and we we saw that the product was scaling quite quite well so uh, from the launch till now it is it has been like one year few months two three months now for us one or one year like one or two months and we have scaled from like one customer to about like 40 odd customers now nice nice uh, uh, yeah uh, 40 odd customers of the tune of like card deco as uh, of the world right so these these kind of like customers are, are usually so yeah, what what would your time be in terms of in terms of uh, company That's like total number of companies that are out there so total number of company would be easily like uh, in in auto uh, use case alone like there are 70000 dealerships in the in the in the us right so overall we are targeting like car dealerships uh, for right. having an average of at least like 5500 cars selling in a month right. so that that number comes to about like 150000 uh, enterprises across the globe right wow. so 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 but but this this is only auto use case so we are we are also into footwear uh, in general like e-commerce products fashion food is another big use case real estate is the fourth use case so if you like keep on checking all these use cases the time is like really really huge because anyone who is selling any product online right they need product images so Correct. every single company that is that is uh, that needs product images is potentially a client right now awesome awesome um in terms of metrics that you kind of uh, look out for when when are growing right now mm-hmm. what what are the things that you you look at in terms of growth for your organization so um are there numbers that you're trying to hit um if you can share the numbers i mean it would be awesome if you could share it but if you can't that's all right but the the whole idea being that um to show growth or to to yeah. to say that i am actually growing as opposed to yeah. saying okay i've stagnated because you you've you've done the stagnation part you saw it and yeah. you like said hey this is not going good yeah. and you pivoted yeah. so yeah. what is it that you're actually measuring there for somebody who is going to come into uh got it into the field yeah yeah so for us like uh, of course two for any saas company there are like two fundamental metrics right so new customers and the existing customers growth yeah so so new customers we have like a very strong sales engine who are like uh, bringing in like new new set of customers for us every every week we are we are signing like uh, one or the other uh in terms of like existing customers the key growth uh, matrix or the key metric that we are focusing on is number of uh, so see uh, the kind of business model that we are operating is is let's say we are right now not direct to customers we are uh, we are kind of working as a partner of these large enterprises right now right Got so it. large enterprises would mean a company like let's say any any car internet company right so let's say they are publishing uh, on on their catalog uh, maybe 100 cars uh, and mm-hmm. the usual number of cars in a month by any big car company in the country would be 20 to 40000 cars a month right so so right. for us the metric would be are we processing all 20000 cars for them right right so if not then what is the percentage adoption that this company has done with us Got and it. how do we how do we increase this adoption to like 100% so this is this is the kind of fundamental goal that we have against against the company right and and what pertains to saying that yes this is actually growing so let's say a, a company is doing about 40000 50000 uh, images uh, mm. i don't know if it's annually or per month but okay 50000 yeah. images and uh, they started with let's say 1000 images as yeah, uh, exactly. you know your starting point 
um, right. what constitutes to saying that okay, this is a healthy company, and you know we're, we're exactly. So so our goal is to be because the numbers of these companies, like number of products, is generally known because it is all public. You are buying things from their website. You know what is the kind of inventory that these companies have, right? So monthly uh, inventory that these companies are onboarding every month, right? So gradually the goal is to get to like covering 100% of the inventory but uh, uh, and this is the kind of goal that uh, our uh, client success team also has uh, of course csat and all these like uh, nrr uh, goals are there but fundamentally like uh, very specific to us the goal is are we are we are we capturing their 100% of catalog if not then let let's take every single effort to get there right so understand why why not and then build build some solutions which is which, which can focus on that particular problem got it right yeah and yeah i, I mean if you are able to do that even if with the like 100 or such clients the revenue is like really humongous because because these these companies that we are talking about are large internet companies extremely large they category leader of their companies in their country right so so you don't need to like acquire 1000 or customers even with 100 customers you are you are like uh, you are building still like a very very sizable uh, business in only one category right so there are like uh, different categories that we need to crack as well so so the other growth is basically going vertical and then um, doing uh, sorry going growing horizontal other other other, other, other categories ultimately yeah, right yeah yeah awesome yeah. um in terms of revenue models right um uh what was the rate of of growth when you started out like you said you 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 got traction for the product and then over the last the first year obviously it was really difficult because you're still letting the whole product learn and you know the ai has to kick in um ml and all of that now so about a year and a quarter what's your percentage growth been in month on month in terms of revenue yeah we are averaging about like 25 to 30% month on month right now 30% month on month we are growing easily so and this growth rate will be most likely we we should be like doing better uh, as we as we grow further because because the team has been expanding tech and r&d capabilities are expanding for us fundamentally yeah and how important is revenue for you as a metrics that you it's it's like the p0 metric for us so so we are not like uh, building business uh, in a in a manner which is which is non optimum for everyone in the uh, in the company. i mean uh, we are building business for making uh, people uh, gain something out of it and gaining some i mean we are providing value so we expect value in return right so 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 this is where like we are not here for charity and and the value is like strong enough So we expect revenues also to come, right? So unlike a, 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 some businesses, we are we are very capital conscious, cash flow conscious, and uh, and and kind of building a very solid SaaS based revenue uh, centered business right now. So so revenue, recurring revenue, is a fundamental aspect of your business. Yes, model. yes, yes. Okay. P zero for us. Yeah. That that's that's great. I mean, SaaS companies usually spend a lot in customer acquisition and are really not bothered about revenue some of the time. Ah, I mean, uh, no, not for us. Maybe in future things might change, but uh, given like my mental state, I'll, I'll prefer not to change it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I totally hear you, and um, ultimately, uh, um, 
why that choice was made i mean can can we go down that route where yeah so so i i always wanted to build a very stable business right which brings like uh, uh, which is sustains on its own and and also mm-hmm. become like big so it is not key you are taking money from the vcs and they are only uh, only like uh, you are growing by vcs money right so right. the business is growing by because it is a it is a business to be grown right so it is it is a fundamental sound fundamental business that will grow right. so the money 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 is meant to be like uh, uh, taken to open up new use cases but not foolishly opening up like any use case that that doesn't have any value in the in the community right in the industry so Correct. so so this is what we are we are very particular about what to build and when we build something we we make sure that this 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 actually works on the ground right so right. we 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 do a lot of lot of experimentations of course behind the scenes but but this is like one of the businesses uh, uh, verticals where, where we are working on the the existing business cataloging is already there across the industry right so what we are doing is we are building a 10x efficient version of cat- cataloging right now right so so fundamentally the business is there the value proposition is so strong that if you are able to crack the r&d part of it then then the business is there to be taken right so so and and, and answering your question why this particular choice because of course like so you you see like current capital environment as well right so yeah. so businesses have to be sound right and sound business uh, businesses have uh, i mean the, the pnl cash flow all of these things are like important for the business that we all are there raising now totally right so 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 yeah so this is this is also like uh, uh, one of the like core 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 kind of uh, thesis around the company that we sh- will be like doing things which are good for everyone Uh, so you're not dependent on funding so to speak or funding yes exactly exactly so this is the kind of attitude that we have taken always to grow the business but yeah taking funds is always a priority to grow like multifold maybe launching some of the use cases which will have even bigger impact in the industry got it got it so for rapid growth take funding but for survival be dependent on yourself exactly exactly yeah awesome i mean that's a that's a brilliant uh, mindset to approach a problem with actually um i have a i have a very interesting question um uh so i think everyone knows the the spacex story where they would have gone bankrupt if that uh, third i think the third or the fourth launch didn't go through right um uh were you ever in a situation like that with spine and if so what what did you do and how did you tackle it yeah i i mean uh hey i mean this this is one of the situations that i i'm sure like a lot of entrepreneurs would relate to uh, okay. especially the ones who have bootstrapped their company right, right. So, so or or might have not have raised like so much of capital to sustain because initially it is tough right so so we we also had like uh, the first pivot that we had right the pivot story that we had at that point of time uh, there was a situation where we had the uh, we, we had a small team like back then 20 odd people and somebody in the bank which was which was which was good enough to sustain us for i mean i, I was i was the first time entrepreneur right so i didn't had that much of like uh, uh, i was not uh, you say wise enough initial in the initial days to to plan things well right so so 
the the cash runway was hardly left for about like one one and half month for us at one point of time, and I was dependent on the existing investor that they'll 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 support us right because they'll not let their cash <laughs> investment go away. Yeah, okay. yeah. But 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 that situation happened where this first idea. Didn't didn't found like any investor. Didn't find like any investor, right? So and and we were like uh, severely uh, crunch of money. We didn't have any money to spend, right? So and and we had to uh, probably had to let go a number of people, and and let go also would not have survive, uh, made us survive because because we didn't have money to spend anything on the idea, right? So that was like a very horrendous time for us where we really like uh, went extremely deep. uh thinking about ki what should we be doing next like so in, and and we figured out ki okay this this is one of the pivot that can actually work right we we touched upon this idea to some of the people of course the vcs didn't agree to this idea but uh, i i i found some of the people from from like uh, my colleagues or or friends from and network mm. who were able to provide me some cushion in terms of money mm. right and and that money helped us to to go along another six months from then on wow. right and that 6 months basically gave us that time to pivot pivot like entirely and right. by, by the end of 6 months we were able to raise about like 5 6 crore kind of a money which which led us to this particular path and very recently we closed about like 7 million from axel axel yes uh, uh, yeah. i was i was coming to that actually that was yeah. my next follow up question yeah but but that that time was pretty hard for us when we didn't have even a, a money to survive the next like maybe 20 25 days a month so <laughs> yeah that that's like you know you're like i need to file for bankruptcy literally right yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know where to like what to do like but right. something hanging uh, over your head yeah i was even thinking of going back to a job and and probably funding the company for another 6 months and then wow. possibly doing something else back then right but thankfully like uh, things worked out for us yeah <laughs> that's what i mean I, it it it's it's uh, I think those are the things that many people don't realize that entrepreneurs go through. They yeah. all see and hear the the story. You know, like right now, everybody will be like, "Oh, Spines raised seven million, like uh, from Axel. Oh, there, there, it's it's really easy." But they don't realize that there is a a, a sacrifice that was made behind yeah. behind the scenes, yeah. a difficulty that you had to swim through. You know, the the yeah, storm. Exactly. Exactly. and uh, it it's really tough all right coming c- coming to um recurring revenue and um i i know you're a fun- from a fundamentals perspective you've got uh, recurring revenue as your your survivalist uh, model behind it did that really help you when you went to raise money um uh, from uh, like you know funding rounds equity rounds uh yeah actually at our stage it was important factor uh, i i would not say that this was not a, a good factor because that suggests that people are willing to pay you correct right? people are paying for, paying for the product that you have built right so that itself is a big enough like validation for the thing mm-hmm. that you are doing if you have people who are paying you like uh, whatever money right so big chunk of money if they are paying you then the product is working on the ground It, right. so my like core fundamental of building a product is if you can make people pay then only the value is established right otherwise it's right? fictitious value on paper and not real it's value it's fictitious value right users are not actually so, so a lot of companies i would not uh, name them but uh, you know that uh, they acquired a lot of users with the with the goal that in future some of these a large percentage of these users would start like paying them some money mm. Mm. right 
but that some money would never it did never happen in some of the sad stories that you have you've been seeing like smb sector especially right so so for for us like one of the key things was always ki if you are building a product then that product has to like solve some really strong enough business problem for the consumers and that problem should be strong enough for 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 them to pay you right so and that that is fundamentally one of the thinking lines that we have been always following whenever we launch any product and and it also got some of the investors interested because they saw that okay this is not just a, of course the market is big and there is no other like real like competitor right now so so we we right now are operating in a space where we do not have so many there are like tangential competitors that we have a lot but not not exactly the kind of uh, the way we are solving this particular problem Uh, other companies are approaching right so that that uh, and and because it was kind of unique so a lot of investors were kind of playing the waiting game ki hey let's see how how, how things scale how, how things go on right so but uh, uh, but but some of the investors like went deep figured out talk to the customers talk to a lot of people around figured out okay the market is big and we have we have been able to like uh, so some of these companies have been uh, executing their entire catalogs with us that that itself is like a big big validation if a big company has converted your entire catalog with one company right so those those things uh, actually built built a good use case or good validations with the investors and eventually they figured out ki okay the market is huge and we have actually shown some traction right and there are like a lot of product use cases that we can build in future so let's support them yeah so that's an we we got like that so uh, nice nice yeah. <laughs> I, i'll 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 go back a, a a couple of months or or prior to to you know getting uh, equity funding of course every every start, saas startup looks at the equity funding route and you know wants to grow and and have that hyper growth in their uh, portfolio but um like you were saying right revenue became a fundamental aspect of your of your um survival and that was the mindset with which you you went forward um was it always the fact that you wanted equity growth i mean a, an equity funding round or would you have gone into a debt or a you know a, a revenue based funding or some other format of funding that that would have uh, helped you at that specific time when you were i mean because you had users right you you had onboarded uh people yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like you were you were fundamentally you were um uh loss making or <laughs> whatever you were yeah so you were actually that. operating op- operationally positive at Correct. the time we did yeah 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 so like what was the thinking behind it that said okay you know doing an equity deal would be much better than doing a a debt or a a revenue based deal yeah so i guess saas debt or uh, equity is, is always uh, uh, i mean saas because because the money is there so but but the kind of vision right so it all depends on what you are looking to do in the future right, right? so we we didn't want to always grow linearly okay that was that was not something that we were aspiring for like so wanted to grow pretty fast and we needed some huge validation and and slightly higher counter kind of money as well right so that kind of money was supposedly not there for the debt financing so i done right. probably about like 1 million or so at that the kind of numbers that we were doing back then mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but that that money would have been like good for us 
would have scaled uh, 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 i mean uh, so again like so it is it is oh, it is what you want to do like so we we always wanted to big that big fast company right which is which is solving like big problems in the future right so that was that was one of the one of the directions that we had and we always thought ki uh, getting support from one of the uh, big names would would be like would would go a long way for us right so 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 yeah that that helped but yeah debt financing was definitely one of the routes that we explored and uh, we kind of thought ki if if uh, we are not uh, uh, do this then then possibly that will could be the fall back thing but that never happened yeah right right totally get it awesome so um sanjay just uh, a couple of random questions and then uh, we'll we'll uh, wrap it up um what's your favorite hobby oh favorite hobby so i i am i'm like a driving freak so i i drive really really fast so okay. i speed so whenever i get time over the weekends or something so yeah. i tend to like at highways at at least like average 120 <laughs> ஒரு <laughs> So yeah, so these two three are the books that I recently have 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 have, have read. Yeah. Nice final <laughs> f- final question. What's your most used app on your phone? <laughs> It has to be WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Communication. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> awesome. Hey Sanjay thank you so much for taking the time uh, to spend with us uh, here on Revenue Decoded um it's been amazing to hear the story of Spine um the way you pivoted the way you you moved and how you know revenue is is a fundamental part of your your um uh model of operation right it's 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 uh a breath of fresh air to to to, to me anyway uh, to see that you know uh, a SaaS company has put revenue as a as a fundamental aspect in it given the current scenario and how things are moving uh globally um i think it's 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 uh it's uh, an amazing move that you guys have done and so shouldn't it be revenue as a fundamental not <laughs> have not it it should it should it should it's just that a lot of people put growth as the fundamental yeah, in the initial course, stages course, and then say okay i will do the, the the revenue part of it at a later point got it got it so yeah yeah agree agree how they want to grow is the question so yeah. i mean it's um, like i remember reading um uh, was it reading or watching i'm not too sure but uh, bill gates talking about how when he started uh, microsoft like in the initial days he always wanted to have one years salary of everyone in the bank account so that even if they're not able to deliver a product and they don't get paid he doesn't have to fire all these people right he had his own reasons for doing it but but eventually it ended up becoming a very good practice right in yeah, building yeah, a, yeah. a huge organization like microsoft but yeah it it's there at the back of it so anyway thank you so much for taking the time and spending the time uh it's been great to have you on the show 
and thanks man thanks man for your wonderful time and uh, easy question that you have thought to me yeah. awesome perfect okay It's all about money and you get to peek into the secrets of leveraging it. If you like this podcast, then what are you waiting for? Subscribe here now and follow us on social media. Don't miss another episode. Join us next week right here on Revenue Decoded. This show is brought to you by BridgeUp.